Hey y'all, hey, welcome to this episode of Culinary Conversations. Today, our feature recipe is some cool running pasta, AKA Rasta pasta. Today I did kavi tapi pasta noodles, just to, you know, add a little razzle dazzle to it. And some jerk chicken and shrimp, house in a creamy, spicy Alfredo sauce. Definitely give this recipe a try. You can find the recipe in the show notes. Well, let's get to the conversation. So I started my YouTube journey five years ago. And one of the things that I wanted to reflect on for myself is would I be proud of the woman that I am today with this content creation journey? And I must say I am. I am very proud of me. I remember starting my YouTube journey in 2018. I was able to monetize my channel within six months of posting. And I first I got my first Google check for YouTube from YouTube in January 2019. As my channel was really gaining traction all from people in different states and different countries, it just blew me how like just those couple of videos reached so many different people in a short time frame. And it was simply off just a hobby and the fact that I just enjoyed cooking and sharing it with others. While my channel was expanding, God was expanding things in my life personally, but also he was calling me to do different things that was very uncomfortable for other people. So I remember in that period, he would just tell me like, I would have a dream about something and he would put this person on my heart and he'd be like, I need you to go talk to this person, you know, and tell them what you dreamed about. He was just telling me to do different things. And I really feel like because I was being obedient that season, outside of doing the things for my YouTube channel, God blessed my channel in the midst of that. Because I was being obedient to other things that he was calling me to, he was growing my channel when I wasn't even thinking about it. Now I can say, so 2019, I was like, oh, okay, I got a check. I was motivated. Um, I had like 5,000 subscribers. Um, people was like, uh, really like, like I was getting really great feedback and people were excited about the new recipes that I was dropping. So I was like, okay, I need to take this more seriously. So I um, was producing more content, um, more than I was. Cause again, like prior to that, I was posting one, one video a month. So I was producing more content. I got connected with a big food YouTuber three months into 2019 and I just shared, you know, uh, we just connected instantly. We're both from the same hometown and she just really poured into me and she was like, girl, you need to post this amount of times this week. You got to get on it. She like, she got on my tail about it. Um, and basically she gave me the, the push that I needed to really take this seriously, especially since I was able to see her success and hear the things and the, hear the opportunities that she was granted and the success that she was receiving from it. Her being one of the first black, in my opinion, OG YouTubers and she saw something in me. So that gave me the confidence to be like, oh, okay. I can do the doggone thing. So, so much growth has happened from 2018 to 2023, but she would be like, uh-uh, name it. And then she would just challenge me to be able to like, you know, do that again. Let's do this again until I got it right. So having that really kind of helped me build my confidence because I didn't know, I didn't have anybody to really talk about these things with. 
Um, it wasn't, I didn't know anyone else in my space that was doing content creation. And, and during that season, 2018, it wasn't a lot of people that was doing content creation as it is in 2023. So 2019 was a great year. Um, I saw my revenue was just adding on up. Um, the followers, the subscribers were coming, the supporters were coming. Um, and it was great. I was able, I even cooked my first catering gig from the, what I did from my YouTube channel was cooking for celebrities. I was cooking for Tasha Cobb and Ty Tribbett. Not Ty Tribbett, uh, Ty, I was cooking for Tasha Cobbs and Todd Galbraith and Isaac Curry. My first cooking gig from just stepping out on faith and just really, not even stepping out on faith, just honestly, because that wasn't stepping out on faith. I was just, I just put it out there. So just really doing it and just saying, I got a gift, let me share it with the world. And literally a year after me doing that, I got my first catering gig um, with, uh, with another shell to cook for celebrities. So, that was just from one year from that. So 2019 was a really great year. Um, and that's when I branched into culinary fit catering. Um, and got my licensing and all those things and got my business registered, etc. Then 2020 came. <laughs> the the year of the pandemic. Um, and 2020 was also the year that I got pregnant. 2020 was also the year I lost my granddad. 2020 was a very rough year. I was very sick for the first seven months of my pregnancy. And I hated food. And as a food content creator, what? I hated food? That don't even make sense. So yeah, I just stopped making content. I was tired. I was tired of being sick and nauseous. I couldn't even look at pictures. like. I couldn't even look at videos. I, I didn't even want to smell certain things. It was, my son AC took me through with that pregnancy. And then, uh, unfortunately, I lost my granddad later on that year. So 2020, pregnant, lost my granddad, going since 2021, still pregnant. Um, and then the birth of my son in March. New mom trying to get balanced, also trying to process the grief of my granddad, who for me was like a father, uh, because my biological father wasn't in my life for a time period. And so he was my father figure. So it was honestly grieving a parent. Um, the magnitude of their loss for me was like grieving a parent. And then transitioning into becoming a, a parent myself for the first time ever. So that was 2020 and 2021 in a nutshell. And during those years in 2021 and 2020 was the rise of content creation in my opinion, especially for food content creators. It was so many people coming out of woodworks about like just, just blowing up instantly in months within months or up to a year of just because of everybody was at home, everybody had to be at home to, you know, they had to cook and things like that because of the shutdown and or, um, you know, just everything that was going on during the pandemic. Y'all know what's going on. I'm not gonna say it, cause I don't want my video get flagged, but everything that was going on, the rise of content creation happened. And especially in the food space, in the food space. And during that time period, 
I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I still think about it. I don't harp on it as much. But that was the two years that I slowed down. I didn't do any content. And I feel like I missed my moment, honestly. Um, because one thing with content creation is one of the things is it's, it's about timing. And I used to deal with that a lot because I'm just like, bruh, that was my moment. Like, I really could have been retiring my husband and myself if I would have just kept going and pushing through those years. But I also had to give myself grace. And I also had to realize that it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. That wasn't my time during that moment. And I feel like my time is, is here and it's going to continue and it's going to come. Um, but I do, I, I, when I think about that, I just, I just really feel like I missed out on an opportunity with, which would have been great because my foot was already in the door. I already had the foundation. I just needed to produce the content. But in the midst of that, I just want to share with you all that Two lessons that I learned from that. Even when I feel stretched, and I'm at that time I was young, I'm still young. So it's like I'm still like trying to figure out myself. I'm still trying to balance all the things that I have going on. But so I try not to be so hard on myself, but I can say one of the lessons that I learned from that is even when I feel stretched or even when I feel like I can't do it, still try, still try. Cause I feel like I didn't even try. And if I would have tried a little bit, yes, granted I was very sick for seven months um, and I didn't like food, but I could have did other type of content to where I was still able, it didn't have to be hot food. It could have been smoothies, some, just something. I still should have tried. And the fact that I didn't try, I feel like I would constantly like they will always be on the back of my mind, like, girl, you, you low-key kind of miss your moment. But, but, but I didn't miss my moment. So it's like the second lesson in that is, it just wasn't my timing. And that's okay, too. But baby, now, 2023, oh, I am ready. I'm coming for it all. Do you hear me? I am coming for it all. So to my supporters, I thank y'all for rocking with me for this long, but your girl ain't going nowhere. I took a two-year break, year and year and almost two years off, um, as far as the content creation. But I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm here to stay. I ain't going nowhere. So you're gonna see more of me, more more of my recipes, more of these these more of the culinary conversations show. Like, I'm just proud and so excited for what I want to really show you and go all in. And I'm proud to be on the other side of that. Like, girl, you did that. You did that. All your hard work paid off. All them long nights paid off. All them times when you felt stretched, overwhelmed, and just needed a break. All them times when you pushed through when you were sick and didn't feel good. All them times when you had to literally was getting no sleep because you was up with a sick toddler and just all the other different things, nuances, all the times where you just was felt like you was working four jobs at once. I just feel like I know that even though I do feel like I'm a very stretched in this season, 
I'm tackling it in a different perspective where it's just like, I'm not running from it. I'm gonna go right through this thing. And I just can't wait to get on the other side of it. Like, yes, you did that girl. I'm so proud of you and keep going. That's what I keep telling myself, keep going. And that's what I'm telling you, keep going. Now to my ladies out there who are in the fellas too, but I'm really talking from a woman perspective on this. And I just wanna say, if you feel like there's something that you wanna accomplish, do not allow your nine to five, you being a mama, you being a wife, whatever it may be to hold you back from really accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Because for me, I have learned in order for me to be the best mama, parent, a worker, business owner, friend, sister, whoever I am to whatever, I just noticed that in order for me to give them my best, I need to make sure that I'm fulfilling me. And honestly, life is not meant to just get by. Life is not meant to just check off this. Life is not meant to be this for everybody. When you're not being that for you. And whatever that that is, fill in the blank. You gotta make sure that you are filling yourself up and really, really pushing through and, and getting to that place of where you feel like I have purpose. This is alignment for me. This aligns. I have joy. I'm so I'm so happy doing whatever that may be. For me, that's this. I truly enjoy doing this. Yes, it's work, but it's worth it. And I want everybody, I want you out there who feels like well, I got this to do, I got that to do, oh, I ain't got time. Make the time. If you gotta wake up a couple hours earlier, do it. If you gotta stay out, stay stay up later, do it. You have to make the time. And I just wanna encourage you that that season is not always. Eventually, your hard work gonna pay off and you are gonna be able to outsource, you are gonna be able to delegate. You're still gonna be able to run your business or whatever it may be. It may not be running a business. Whatever you wanna do, just know that it may be difficult at first. Anything, achieving anything that is fully, fully truly fulfilling is a journey and is, is, is gonna be hills and valleys. And that's with just anything. However, endure, keep going. It's not forever that season that you maybe feel like you're in that challenging season, it's not gonna be forever. Now another thing, let's let's talk about the thing that I always try to sneak up on you when you're trying to do something that's out of the norm or when you're trying to do something for you. And for me, that's imposter syndrome. Let's talk about it. So for a while, I dealt with imposter syndrome. Like, who do I think I am? Or 
why I'm not good enough. I didn't go to culinary school. I don't know everything that I need to know. So why should I feel like I should be teaching people? I don't know everything about cooking. I don't know everything about food in general. So it's just like, why do I feel like I could be a teacher? Basically, why do I feel like I can produce content that teaches people how to cook? when I myself don't know everything or I myself um, don't have all the answers. I had to realize that, no, I'm not an expert yet. No, I didn't go to culinary school. No, I didn't like, I didn't do all these things, but the goal is not to seek perfection. People just want to either go along the journey with you, learn along the way. People just want authenticity. People just want relatability. People just want, they, they, they find trust in you. So I had to sit in that and learn that and really that's how I'm fighting to overcome imposter syndrome. Realizing that, the, that perfection is not the goal. If I mess up, that's all right, baby. We're going to come back to it. And we're going to figure this out together. Together. This is a journey. So, you know, we're, we're learning together. Like, I remember... Uh, it was one of my videos. One of my, my first video, actually. I had made a mistake. And I honestly cringe at a lot of my old videos. But that's just, you know... I'm, I'm glad that I can say that because it just shows that I have grown and evolved over the last five years in my cooking journey. But, well, cooking content creation journey, because I've been cooking since I was 10, probably before that. Um, but yeah, I cringed at some of those old videos. It was, they was going in on the comments on me and I could have sworn I surveyed all my shrimp. But it's some of them shrimp, one day vein. And I go back and look at it and I'm like, dang girl, you got some shrimp boo-boo in your shrimp, girl. You forgot about that part. So it was like, it was a couple of shrimp that had the uh, shrimp boo-boo in it and that was going in on me about it. But you know what? You know, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm good. Ain't no more shrimp boo-boo in my shrimp no more. I know, you know, I know now to make sure all the shrimp is vein. Don't trust the grocery store. Make sure you double check to make sure that all your shrimp, even though when you buy, it may say peeled and devein, you need to make sure it's still devein. So it's just different things. I made mistakes, I've done things, but again, I'm gonna continue to make mistakes, but I'm also gonna continue to show up. I'm gonna continue to put myself in front of this camera and I'm gonna keep it rolling because perfection is not the goal. So learning that and constantly reminding myself of that has really helped me to overcome imposter syndrome. And also realizing it's not just me. Some of your biggest creators out there, they still have their days where they feel like I'm not enough or I'm a fraud or I shouldn't be doing this. Like, why me? Why not you? Why not you? If God called you to it, he gonna see you through it. So hold on to that and remember that and just keep going. And remember, perfection is not the goal. You can, you will, and you can and you will. You 
can and you will. You can and you will. You are qualified. And just affirm yourself with those things. And you will be able to kick that imposter syndrome right in the butt. I want to talk about my younger days uh, cooking. Where did I get this gift or where did I get this joy of wanting to be in the kitchen and cook? Not only cook for myself, but my family, my loved ones. It's, it's like a cooking language. And it started with, I remember, so it was a combination of things. One of the things were grandma's Sunday dinners. Like my grandma Rose will, at the church, will have dinner at her house and with the family. And it was just, it was such a great time. The food was bomb. And so we got a good meal. I was able to play and run around when I was a child with my cousins. Um, the adults were kiki and laughing. And as I got older, I was able to get to the adults table and kiki and laugh with them and just the conversations. And that really just ignited something in me. But what really helped with, what really sparked a light in me was me and my granddad used to spend so much time in the kitchen. He used to make the best salmon croquettes and rice and some biscuits, put some honey on them thighs, baby, bye. And, and just other different things. And we would just make different things in the kitchen. He used to buy me different cookbooks. Um, Cause he just, I, 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 we'll go to the library and I would get cookbooks or he'll buy me a cookbook or he'll give me one of his cookbooks. And he saw that interest in me and that I enjoyed cooking. And that was one of my favorite memories with him, spending that time in the kitchen. Um, my granddad is known for the, the best banana pudding from scratch. And so it was just, I learned a lot. I feel like just spending those moments with him in the kitchen, different conversations we would have about different cuisines that he would have overseas when he was in the military. Um, and I believe that a, com a combination of those things where it was Sunday dinner at grandma's house, memories in the kitchen with my granddad and him really pouring into me by getting those, pouring into my interests by getting me the cookbooks and having the conversations about the different cuisines really sparked the light and interest of mine for cooking. And just being in the kitchen is just therapeutic for me. And wanting to share that with others, but also encouraging people to really gather and get around the dinner table. So much can take place. And that is a lot of reason of why I am doing what I'm doing and a big part of my why and what sparked that light in me. Another reason why I feel like it's so important or what sparked that interest and excitement of just being at the dinner table is because not only was we would have Sunday dinners at grandma's house, but even in my family, like even in my own household with my mom, my stepdad, and my siblings, we would have fish by Fridays. We would go to the lake after school, go to the pond, catch our fish. We go to the catfish lake. <laughs> and we would catch our fish and then we'll clean it and all that good stuff and fry it. And so that was just, and that was Friday and that was literally every week. But even outside of those designated days where it was fish fry Fridays and Sunday, soul food Sundays or whatever it may be, um, it was still Monday through Thursday and Saturday, 
what really Mother's Thursday, we really made sure that we were still sitting at the dinner table with around dinner time and, and being able to have a good meal at dinner time, but also check in with one another. And I cherish those moments. And I really am very big on that. I'm doing it now with my own family even more, more often than maybe what I did from my childhood, but we did it. We did it to where it was a point where we was able to, I cherish it enough to be able to carry it into my legacy now with my family and the generations after me. I hope that you and your family is inspired to do the same. So much can take place at the dinner table. So much can be brought up so that you may, so many things that you can learn just by, from your loved ones over conversing over a plate of food. Like it was different things that, different things for instance, you may never know what your children is going through until you allow a safe place that they can consistently show up as, show up at and really talk through some things of what's going on in their day-to-day life. And not even with your kids, with your with your spouse, even with yourself. If it's just you and Jesus, if you just, you know, having a moment to just sit still, enjoy some food, a glass of wine, and just reflect. So I really encourage you to make sure that you are prioritizing that. I know a lot of families are getting away from it and I really feel like it's affecting the family dynamic. More kids, more, all of us are just, we have our electronics at the table where, you know, somebody's doing this or somebody eating in one room, somebody's in another room, somebody's over there on the couch watching TV. Like, you need to make sure that you're prioritizing it at least five days out of the week with you, with your loved ones, with your family, your friends, whoever, making sure that you are striking up those conversations, that you are actually checking in with one another, that you are really creating that safe space to do that and showing up to it consistently. Cause you just never know that this is the day, you know, it may be like, oh, especially kids, teenagers especially, that, you know, like, oh, I'm good, everything fine, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But you just never know that this day is the day where I'm gonna choose to be like, no, actually I'm not okay, mom and dad. Actually, no, I had a bad day and I want to tell you about that bad day. So it's just create the space, show up to it consistently, and you never know how much it's going to pour into you all and your family dynamic and your bun. Before I wrap up, I just wanna say thank you. For everyone that's supporting this show, I have received so many positive and great reviews and feedback from people who have open up to me about things that they haven't shared with a lot of people yet. Or people is, is saying that it hasn't, after watching the episodes, they have, it has inspired them and gave them the courage to finally reach out to their parent about a situation that happened that they wanted to open up about 
or marriages where a couple reached out to me and said that after watching your show, it inspired me to check in with my spouse to really see how our marriage is doing. So I just wanna thank you all for your support. I also am just so happy and filled with joy because the impact of this show, that's, that's the why, that's the reason. I want to encourage you all to have those meaningful, relatable conversations with your loved ones, whether it's, and not just with your loved ones, so maybe a moment of reflections within yourself, like really just seeking healing, God seeking joy and healing and overcoming things by simply just communicating and finding freedom and finally sharing how you may really feel. Um, I know a lot of people, especially in the black community, where we put things under the rug. Uh, we don't really express how we feel or our, we have unfortunately may have learned to mute our emotions or, you know, man, it's okay to cry. It's all right. It's okay. Cry. Cry with who you feel safe with. It is find that safe space or that person that you just make sure that you're able to express yourself and and be able to communicate how you really feel. We are I don't know, it's just at this big age that I am right now, and I got a whole lot of living, a whole lot of learning, but I've just learned that from experience, I no longer wanna live in a place of bondage where I really can't truly express and communicate how I feel or how I perceive something or not truly discussing things where I feel like that has impacted me for my lifetime and not really as I'm getting to the deep of those things not really discussing those things with the necessary parties by just brushing it off as if it's not important when honestly it's a lot of things are rooted from my childhood a lot of things are rooted simply from a non-existing conversation because we didn't have that space or we wasn't allowed to really truly express how we felt and what was going on. So through the impact of this show, I really hope that I can continue to encourage to have those relatable, meaningful conversations. And thank you all so much for your continuous support with Culinary Conversations and Culinary Effects. So what is it that we can look forward to with what you're doing, Victoria? Well, just stay tuned, you'll find out. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, you will see more of Culinary Conversations, um, which is the podcast, the show. You'll see more recipe tutorials. You'll see more budget-friendly meals. You'll see, because inflation is real, okay? You'll see a lot of what you was getting in the past, but you'll, you'll see new things, which is one of the things you're watching right now, Culinary Conversations. But you'll see more of me. You'll see a published cookbook. You'll see a grand live event tour. You will see, 
I just want to go big and I just want to go for everything that God has called me to do. I just know the impact that I desire to have with this platform. Millions is going to see what Victoria Lewis is all about. Who was the culinary effect and I'm going to speak this now and I'm speaking this with you all and putting it out there on the table that ain't no more downplaying, ain't no more micro level of thinking, ain't, I'm going macro, I'm going big. And, and the God I serve, oh baby, ain't no limitations boo, ain't no limitations. So. I just, I'm excited and I, and I just pray and hope that this fire and this spark just continues to stay ignited in me. And if y'all, you know, hold me accountable. Hold, hold your girl accountable, okay? But no, for real, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the future of what I'm going to do with my brand, with my business. I have so much more. I, I, it's more I want to share, but I can't really share it right now because um, I want—I don't want to speak prematurely. But I'm just excited, and I'm just going for it. Okay, just going for it. So I hope this conversation inspires you to find a passion, something that you're passionate about from your childhood like I did. I hope it inspires you to keep pushing, to keep going even when you feel stretched, even when you feel challenged, just keep going. I hope that it inspires you to not seek perfection. No, just do it. Just do it. And like I said before, in God's word, he has declared for he know the plans that he has for you, declares the Lord. If he called you to it, he will see you through it. So lean into that, trust that, and know that you can, you will, you can, you will. And he will see you through that journey. Even when it's difficult and when you're feeling challenged and stretched, I get it, I get it. But keep pushing through, keep going. Whatever your passion, whatever your dream is, it's yours, girl. It's yours, homie. It's yours. So walk in that thing confidently, boldly, and just do it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you check out the Cool Runnings Pasta. The video for this recipe tutorial will be linked in the show notes. And until next time, bye.